I hope this word finds you well. Let's turn our Bibles up. Genesis 11, verse 6, gives us the story of the Tower of Babel. It says this, look, he said, the people are united and they all speak the same language. After this, nothing they set out to do will be impossible. You know this story from Sunday school. It's the one where everybody gets together on planet Earth, gathers around a place called Babel, and they start building this tower to their own greatness. And God steps in and says this famous line, we got to stop them or else nothing they do will be impossible. That's a crazy statement because we think unity is greatness that happens when everybody comes together in common accord. But in this situation, unity is something that happened that brought about wickedness. And I'll let you know, it's not just unity of people that can bring horrible destruction into your life. It's also unity in your own life. If certain things unify together, if they come together, they create a recipe that will destroy you. For example, your negative thoughts unifying together with negative words, unifying together with negative people that you allow into your life is a recipe of unity that is destructive. There are destructive habits in your life right now. There are destructive habits in mine. And God is busy breaking them up so he can bring about purpose. Let's take words for a second because those are an easy one to pick up. And I'm not just talking about gossiping and running around and talking bad. I'm talking about in general, focusing on the negative things all the time and speaking negative things. Why is it so much easier to speak about people's problems and speak about negatively about your own life than it is to speak positively? I don't even know. It's something about human nature. But regardless, if we don't rein them in, those negative thoughts come into contact with our negative words, come into contact with, with our negative people, and it creates a negative lifestyle that's destructive. You got to rein it in. Take the negative out. Replace it with something positive. And listen, you know what's not fun? It's not fun just to speak negative all the time. Well, he did this to me. She did that. I'm sorry it happened. But speaking and speaking and focusing on the positive things, man, is always an option. Always leaves you in peace too. Let me talk about negative thoughts for a second because those are the ones that we harp on. What do you do right after you just get in an argument with somebody? That's when you get to, what do you do right when somebody wrongs you? What are you doing on your car ride home? Are you rehearsing the argument again, only in this time in your head you're winning? I'm not saying I've done it, I might have, but we all do it. Negative thoughts. So mulling over your failures, mulling over somebody else's failures. Uh, you know, controlling your thought life is something that actually is a habit of productive people. Controlling that thought and saying, you know what, I could ponder all the, how they've done wrong or how I could have won that argument, but I'm going to ponder on the positive things. Shifting your mind to, to something new and better. And number one, it helps you to bring the current negative circumstance into proper perspective where it doesn't look so bad anymore and maybe it isn't. Let God bring that in, but it also gives you the mental space to come up with creative answers that are positive and not negative and destructive. And that's what happens. Finally, I hinted this in the last video, but I want to say it again because it really is a powerful instruction. Who are the negative, destructive relationships in your life? And where have you let them in? You know, in my life, I have several different circles. If for my family at home, there are people that are draining and negative and that's not a place in my personal home that, that I let people in, in like that. Unless God speaks specifically to me about that, but that's a sacred place because I need space for my daughter and my son to grow up unhindered by people that, I don't know, are violent or angry. I don't want that habit in their life. Uh, here's another sacred space. 
Um, and this is what it's all about, creating sacred spaces, like my quiet time. My wife isn't even always allowed there. And I don't know if you think that sounds like heresy, but that's me and God's spot. And her space, I want her to have her own space with God, where it's just she and God figure things out. Because if she can go there and retreat when she's angry or mad or negative, then I can go to my spot too. And we come back together, we got the voice of God and reason. You need a sacred space. A sacred space where you pull back and keep negative people, negative thoughts out. There's time and places for everything. Even ministering to people that are stuck, but making sure you're not pulling it into your sacred space is a balance. I want you to be unified, but I want you to be unified in positivity and godliness. But if we don't watch it, we'll be unified in negativity and destroy ourselves real quick. So breaking out those habits and running and running well is what it's about. So you guys, take some time this day and make some positive breakthrough. Unify yourself in a line of godly, uh, godly thoughts and godly uh, uh, words and, and, and your life will just pull through some muck. Have you been feeling stuck in the mud? Well, this is what you do. Be blessed. I love you. I'll see you soon.